Owning an investment property can be challenging, but it doesn't have to be. At Heritage Realty Property Management, they handle the challenges for you, ensure it's rented, maintained, and gets the highest return possible, while you just collect the check. With over 50 years experience, you can trust Heritage Realty to provide the property care you want and rental knowledge you need. Visit HeritageRealtyKnox.com to connect with the team more landlords trust. Heritage Realty. We treat your property as if it were our own. Miss any part of the show? Check out the podcast powered by Craven Wings. This is Tyler and Will on 99.1, the Sports Animal. Ball Shop, University Commons. It's where you can find us here up until 7 o'clock this evening. Hey, Tyler Ivins, Will West, if you're looking to become one of the first two names to be pulled as finalist for the big, big ticket 2023 giveaway, well, I'm telling you, you're going to want that opportunity by coming to see us. We'll be with you up until 7 o'clock this evening. Grand finale coming up in the month of July. So if you want a chance to grab the last pair of season tickets, look, they're completely sold out of season tickets for football. Even though we are giving away basketball, baseball, Lady Vol, uh, Lady Vol basketball across the table, ice bears, we've got all the fantastic things. If you're looking for the last pair still available of season tickets for Tennessee football in 2023, it's going to our big ticket winner. So come get qualified. You never know. It could be with us today here at Vol Shop. You got breaking news. I'm going to hear breaking news. Uh, yeah, I saw this from CBS since we've been on the air. The Tennessee-Florida game is not going to be on CBS. It's going to be Georgia-South Carolina on CBS. CBS announcing a number of the games that what? they're going to have uh, for their early windows. And so, yeah. So you're telling me the last year of the CBS SEC contract, we're not going to hear down in the swamp. I mean, I hate to say it also, it's just population issue. I would have thought you'd want Florida on there and Tennessee on there. You know what I mean? Just, I mean, don't get me wrong. Georgia has a larger population than Tennessee does, but South Carolina is in the ballpark. You so. think there's ball fans listening to us right now really excited they don't have to listen to Gary Davis? Uh, made that mad. Maybe true. Here comes Billy Napier. I'll that, tell you, they got a chance today. That what? may be absolutely true. Um, but again, um, so... Not going to happen. They're also giving you just as much George as they humanly can during uh, and, this one. So, of course, they like money. So, yep. So that's why well, I don't know that anybody's going to tune in for George the way they did for Bama because it's boring football. So I, I just don't know that George is going to bring the eyeballs like that, even though they're the two-time defending champions. I get it. I Spencer completely Rattler understand. Versus Carson Beck, not doing anything for anybody. That doing anything for you? So the only games they've announced is the uh, cocktail party on October twenty-eighth is going to be is going to be on CBS. Uh, Missouri, Arkansas on Black Friday is going to be on CBS. Army, Navy is going to be on CBS. And the only games that they announced from the SEC, instead of flexing out and seeing what they can get, South Carolina, Georgia, Georgia, Florida. Okay. Well, I'll so tell you right wait, now. I, dude, I, I'll be real. I'd rather have I, under the lights ESPN all day long than have CBS 330. I don't, I mean, I wouldn't. I want I want, I want. want that 330 window. Do you so really? Bad. For a couple of reasons, but so the game's over and that's it. It's an away game, so it's not like you're sitting there in the press box at two a.m. Bits still, wearing you out about putting the, uploading some interviews and things like that. I just like three thirty games. I don't know what you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know so what you're getting into. We appreciate Vince, but yeah, but if Vince is like, "Hey, don't wait till tomorrow to upload these," and we're like, "Sure." Uh, let me ask you a question. Should th- 
Let me ask you a question. That's yeah. enough. Be- Logan, stop it. That's enough. You guys just catch me off guard like that. Um, if I asked you right now, what games do you have a feeling will be the three thirty window this year? Does that mean that Tennessee likely will only get two now? Uh, I think it's Bama and Georgia. Bama is going to be there. Yeah, I think Bama and Georgia both will. Bama and Georgia are going to be your three thirty window. Could you see them squeezing a third game out? Uh, probably not. Carolina. A and M. A and M is the one that I wonder about. That's Carolina. Although, again, I don't like it's not like South Carolina just doesn't have a big fan base. Like, that's why I thought Florida would have been there unless they think it's going to be a blowout or they're just trying to get Georgia on all they can because they're the two time defending champs. But I, yeah, I think it's going to be the two we will see. I think you're, I think it's going to be Bama and I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be Georgia on November 18th. See, look, Tennessee is going to be on television. Whatever network fights at ESPN, putting them on, whatever it be. I'm just trying to avoid the SEC network as much as possible. Uh, well, what's that? I'm just trying to avoid the. I'm just trying to avoid the 7:30 window of the Why? SEC Saturday night. I just, man, I don't know what it is. Well, it's it's a, you get Saturday buried. Nights. You get buried because it's the third biggest, fourth biggest game of the night. So I you're getting buried. Last year, with all the success Tennessee football had last year, yeah. Everything in the back of my head was just, yes, no SEC Network games or very few SEC Network games. I like SEC Network games. When you're playing UTSA, it needs to be on the SEC Network. You're playing South Carolina. It's probably going to be on the four-letter. No, no, no. no, When they're playing playing, like no, when they're playing P, when they're playing UTSA. UConn. UConn. Yeah, okay. Put them on the network. I'm sorry. Do you not have the network or something? No, I do. I just look. Okay. You and I have talked about this. I think ESPN Plus and their product lately has just been subpar at best. Well, I, I think ESPN Plus is fine. And SEC Network Plus is impossible to load. So I can, it's like and now ESPN on, is trying to charge me three or four extra bucks more with this old Disney bundle thing. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the Marvel movies, and I love trying to get Roy Philpot and all the people out there who do great work over at the SEC Network. But I want to see Alyssa Lang. I want to see... Um, all the different contacts. Dari's great. Peter's great. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're Tom, all great. Tom Hart and all yep. of them, they do fantastic work, you know. I just, Courtney Lyle, I can keep going down the list of roster, what they have. They do great stuff. But you're ripping them and you don't ever want to I'm not them ripping again. them. I'm just saying you're charging me for a product that only works in my household about 60% of the well, time. The and plus, I'm tired man. of giving it to But it's you. not like you're putting college. It's not like you're putting Tennessee, Missouri on SEC Network Plus. You're you're going to put that on television. No, I'd rather, have it, be I'd, rather, I'd rather Tennessee be the new. Okay, you want to talk about Missouri, Tennessee? Give me the noon ESPN 2 kick. Give uh, me the no, noon no, ESPN U kick. Zero noon kicks. There's never a reason well, for no, it. I'm just saying, but don't. don't you're too good for a noon kick. I would rather be noon on the U that I would be 7.30 on ES on the network. Am I wrong to look at this and say, why are you... I mean, I know Georgia's never wanted people front-run, and people want to watch the the defending national champ, especially right. even the hate-watch. They'll watch the defending national <laughs> champ. That's where I'm at. But I'm not... I just don't know that Georgia's going to draw like Bama did. I don't know, man. Georgia right now, because of the state... You're trying to watch... The different, the well, different. They, they have the best linebackers in the game. That's great. Nobody's trying to watch linebackers. You're trying to watch quarterbacks. Yeah, but, you're trying to watch offense, and you ain't getting that with Georgia. Okay, st- okay let me ask and you this. So what I, are they, do they think that this is a chance, Will, that maybe Carolina pulls it? Do they have more faith in Carolina giving no, no, Georgia no, a better game than Florida playing no, Tennessee? No, they're just looking at it saying, we're going to put the defending national, two-time defending national champs on. And I get it. I just... they ain't. I don't think... There's a difference between Bama, Ohio State, Michigan, and what you get with Georgia. And Georgia's better right now, don't get me wrong, but it's not the most uh, pleasing to the eye to watch them play. So that's why I'm kind of surprised to see this because I thought you'd want the most competitive game. Sure. Because Georgia also, as good as they are right now, Georgia doesn't have – and they've been good for decades. I'm not saying they haven't, but they haven't been like that for decades. They haven't been elite for decades. So that's also a thing why – I'm kind of surprised. It's not like it's a national fan base necessarily. 
So that's one of the reasons I'm not surprised. Can I give you a bold prediction I'm just going to hold for later, and now I just feel like I'm going to spit it out right now? Oh, if you spit it out right now. Tennessee's going to be George on November 18th. Oh, man. Will, come on. It's May 30th. Yep. Not yet. I'm, it's my birthday. I've already been praying about it, and I feel good. Tennessee's going to be George on November 18th. So because you've been praying about it and because you're blowing out candles for the uh, 47th that's right. time? That's right. That's going to be 46th my – time? Yeah. So I, the, the whole step family both sides. 45th Georgia time? Georgia people – uh, that's the be forty-seven this year. Thank you. So, uh, but no. the step family—they're yeah. all Georgia people, and this is going to happen. Tennessee's going to upset Georgia this year. How much of this do and, you? And part of it's this: Georgia's lost a lot, and Georgia, I think, has made a bad decision when it comes to their. Um, they they made a bad decision when it comes to their offensive coordinator. I think also, the undoing of Georgia is Mike Bobo. I I don't think it's the undoing. I think Georgia's still going to be great. I think that Todd Monken was the difference between Georgia being ten and two or eleven and one, and Georgia being the two-time defending national champions. So that's why I'll just go ahead and tell you: I think it will be on CBS. I think it will be the three thirty game. I think it will be in Knoxville. I think Greg Sankey will be levying a fine because I think we will see goalposts getting uh, tossed into Neyland Stadium, the the, the uh, Tennessee River. Shirtless Will West hanging on one of the goalposts. Uh, no, 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 not, not me, not me. I think I just heard. Not my time for that anymore, man. Let these young guys do that. So where are we all getting together to sing you happy birthday on Saturday <laughs> yeah, when that's Tennessee right. beats Georgia in November? When Tennessee beats Georgia in November. Dude, that, hang on, stop. No, no, I'm I, I want to FaceTime sh- from the press box from you okay. singing once it happens. Oh, your birthday. I'll yeah. be singing happy birthday. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm Oh, unless you want to be singing Rocky Top. No. No. That, okay, so I'll have to get together with a bunch of people there in the press box yep. and be like, hey, Hey, yep. you, got, you gotta do hey, it. Hit him, hit him, hit him, hit him with the uh, hit him with the old Goonies. Hey, you guys, and, and then come over here and give him the old birthday song. Gut feeling, gut feeling. Tennessee's gonna be. Georgia Man, I don't want to sweep this under the rug. On CBS. I don't want to sweep this under the rug on May thirty. You've got to give me the ingredients to this upset. Um, well, I, I just think Georgia. Bobo. It's hard to replace that two years in a row. Don't get me wrong; they got five star after five star after five star. It's hard to replace all that on the defensive side of the football two years in a row. You can't go back to three yards in a cloud of dust unless you have just absolutely the best players in the nation. Sure. And they might. But I also I can't help but think, no, I'm going to need to see with my own eyes. Right. Kirby lets his quarterback throw for 4,000 yards two years in a row because I just don't think defensive coaches can do it. And so, and I think Tennessee will have learned something from the Georgia game last year. And Georgia is not as good with all the players that they just had drafted yet again. And that's a point. Those are points. Yeah. Todd Monken was the was a at, Todd Monken versus Mike Bobo was worth one game. And Georgia's not going to be as battle tested as they have been in years past because don't play nobody, Paul. So you're telling me to run to my sports book right now and take the under. Not, don't no, 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 Tennessee, that one will be on CBS, and Tennessee's going to be Georgia this year. And again, and, but I think Tennessee's going to be good, and I think Georgia's going to be in the playoff. And I don't know that I'm not going to pick Georgia to win at all. But so you're telling me to take the under 11 and a half wins by Georgia because right now the hook is will they go undefeated in the regular season? Nah, will, just, will Georgia uh, lose a game? I'm not saying put money on it. I'm telling you, I think Tennessee is going to be Georgia this year. I'm asking you if Georgia's going to run the table, and if you can say, hey, I think that there's a chance that the Vols win on in November, then the answer is yes. Take the under. 49, but I think Tennessee wins. I think, I think they do. And, and again, and that is a, that is a biggest, huge that is a huge I know footprint it's a, it's to put a, on the a, calendar. It's a dumb thing to do on May thirtieth. No, well. no, it's not. But, but I, I just want. I'm glad you shared your ingredients. Uh, but I, I just think it's going to be hard to reload two years in a row, and you got worse offensively, and you no longer have a grown adult with three kids and a mortgage, and worried about getting enough fiber in his diet playing quarterback. You got an eighteen year old kid, nineteen year old kid. 
It's Will West, Tyler Ivins. Will, where are we? We're at the Vol Shop, where you're inside 30 minutes to get registered for the first time for Big Ticket 2023. Ivins, we like trends. Great. I'm glad you asked. Did you know that when we give away a lot of our grand prizes, we do all these multiple signups across all four of our local programming shows? The last two grand prize winners for our humongous big annual contest, they have come from qualifying with the Tyler and Will show, no matter where that time slot may be. And I will tell you again, if you didn't catch it earlier, Tommy came on with us and announced September 15th, the Friday before, or the day of the Tennessee-Florida game. Correct. Lululemon UT gear. Going to make it to the Vol shop. I'm so juiced for this. I am J-U-I-C-E-D. Juiced. I almost couldn't spell. Juiced for this. 625. Love it or leave it to get to. Plus, we draw the finalist. Two names that are qualifying for the finals of Big Ticket 2023. You want to come save? Maybe you want to get Papa Bear already taken care of for the big day, the weekend, coming up in June. Vol Shop University Commons, next 30 minutes, belongs to you. 656-9900 or in person next to Fieldhouse Social here at the Vol Shop. Tyler and Will, we continue next on 99.1, the Sports Animal. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Stacking Benjamins with Joe and his good friend OG not only has great financial insight, it's laid back with humor too. The quiet luxury trend is out and loud budgeting is in. Are we tired of the pet names? Yeah, because I'm loud and obnoxious, so this fits right in with me. I'm like, yes, finally budgeting for me. (laughs) I get to walk into a restaurant and go, I'm cheap as hell, and you're not getting a tip. Live from Doug's Budget. (laughs) Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Hit us up on the text line at 865-656-9900. Now back to Tyler and Will on 99.1, the sports animal. Taking a peek at the Twitters at this hour. Hey, Will West, guess what? What's that? Lady Vols on the way to OKC today. Playing ride for the College World Series. What are your thoughts of them cracking things up against Alabama? SEC versus uh, I like SEC. It. I like it. It's fine. And, yeah, I feel good about uh, Lenny Ball's chances of being able to smoke them one good one. And so I feel good about that. Uh, the the one, Oklahoma, it's it's hard to not see them three-peat. But if anybody's got anything oh, for them, it may be the Lady Vols. Uh, your thoughts on uh, – I mean, They just went right through Texas. They went right oh. through Texas. When you have a one-two – when you have a one-two punch, yeah. like – Peyton and Ashley, what they were yep. able to do, man, that's just <laughs> and they and they could hit too, and you know they yeah. they could they could they could put the ball in play, they can hit the long ball, so there's there's not a whole lot they can't do. Pooty, what and again they're able to do. I don't know, I don't Kiki know that anybody has anything for Oklahoma, but if anybody does, I think it's the Lady Vols. I honestly think they're the they're the team with the best chance to knock off Oklahoma. Let's get right into it. Hey, Logan, I know you're back in the Budweiser studios. Us here, uh, University Commons on campus at the Vols shop. Fire away. Love it or leave it happening here on Tyler and Will. There's two sides to every question. Love it 
or leave it on 99.1 The Sports Animal. What up, Logan? Where would you got? All right, guys. Sports Illustrated. Ross Dellinger reported on Sunday afternoon that the SEC is unlikely to move to a nine-game conference scheduled for 2024. Love or leave it, Oklahoma and Texas will enter the SEC with a normal eight-game conference schedule. I think they will for their first season. I think you'll see seven and one because the SEC, they know how valuable the product is, and they know that every valuable product comes with a price tag. Currently going through a lot of the price cuts, going with a lot of the bodies that they're actually firing, and and you're seeing a lot of people. Like again, I, another story for another time. The Pat McAfee edition, though, getting him away from FanDuel, that comes at a bad time when a lot of people are losing their jobs. But back to the original point: if you're the SEC right now, you hold out for every last penny for how great your product is. Year one, once the ESPN starts perhaps putting more money back in the piggy bank, then you go back. You readjust the schedule to a nine-game schedule once ESPN's willing to pay for it. That's when it happens. The question was year one. I think it happens for year one. We revisit year two and things start changing. Yeah, look, I think it's more likely than not that they stick with the eight-game schedule for a year. And then the 1-7 model, there's too much smoke that way. So I'll start that. I will love that, but it's 55-45. Because Sankey could absolutely get the votes once he gets in there. Tennessee baseball will enter the NCAA tournament on Friday in the Clemson Regional against Charlotte. Love or leave it, the Vols will advance the Super Regionals. I leave this. I don't think they're going to get it done. It's especially the game's not here, and they Clemson just seem so to be a whole lot better at home. They what have they won one series all year away from home. Carolina Sears. Yeah. So I'm going to leave this. I'll leave this as well. Man, is that just a tough draw? Here's the thing: if the Vols were to advance, the Super Regionals will be back in Knoxville. So yeah. the winner of the Clemson Regional gets the Super Regional. Uh, Clemson, man, are they just dominant. Charlotte, who had no business being in this whole thing, ends up winning their conference tournament, beating a very good Dallas Baptist team to get there. And they already – look, I, there's a chance they already see an in-state foe there as Lipskin as well that they could see over again. Tennessee River beat them, but Lipskin – they're, they're not bad at all. Lipskin took care of business to get in to qualify for where they're at. So me, all in all, I think Tennessee ends up falling short of Clemson. Early in Game 7, Jason Tatum slightly twisted his ankle, which hampered him the entire game. Lover to leave it, Tatum's injury cost the Celtics a trip to the NBA Finals. I leave this. I think that this was a complete team falling apart, and I think what happens is Miami stick to the, stuck to the plan that, yeah, cost them three games, five, uh, four through six, but guess what? They stayed together. They stuck to the plan. Game 7 ended up being theirs. Boston tried to do this, this free-and-fly kind of just run and go type of just hook up a three that that wasn't working out they try to stay respectable for many game for many quarters in this game Miami ended up curb stopping him that last 12 minutes no it wasn't because of Tatum's injury yeah no it, it was not I'll leave this that had nothing to do with it literally zero to do with it probably kept him from having a 20 point game but I mean you can't just take horrible shot after horrible shot after horrible shot not play defense and expect to be able to to, to win a game set right. like that they didn't have anything to do with the injury for the first time since 2020, Michael Soroka started a game for the Braves, logging six innings against the Athletics. Love or leave it with the addition of Soroka, the Braves have the best rotation in baseball. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna love this, but it has nothing to do with Soroka. I think they already were there to begin with, with Spencer Strider, Max Freed, and then Charlie Morton, and then whoever else you want to throw in Kyle there. Wright young, is. yeah, oh, yeah. So Kyle Wright. Was. Uh, I, so I think they already were before Soroka, and if Soroka can become an effective starter again for the first time this decade, then 
Yeah, I mean, good gosh, that's tough to beat. The Mets are two, but the Mets are older, and that's one of the reasons why I'm going to go with the Braves. Because the Mets can sneeze, then they throw their back out. Yep. Just comical. You got a bunch of guys my age out there throwing the ball. Uh, it's, it's accurate. Uh, both are. They're accurate. What you Berlin said about the Mets. were playing in the 80s, I'm pretty sure. And uh, what about Scherzer? Yeah. Seems like he was, too. Yep. Uh, Braves already had the best rotation. Add Soroka. I don't think you're going to get the same Mike Soroka. No, but anything that he gives you left in that rag, that's a huge yep. plus plus for Atlanta. Last one, Colorado has had substantive talk to rejoin the Big 12. Love or leave it, the Buffaloes rejoin their old conference. Yeah, I I love this. It's going to happen. And I think all four corner schools are going to be able to go. It's just kind of like, man, that Pac-12 thing did not work out. Remember, did you ever hear about, like, you you knew how Larry Scott got that job, right? He had the WTA (sighs) making more money than the ATP. And the reason why was he was – he. He very much marketed the attractiveness of his tennis, tennis women's tennis players, right? And sexuality. You can't really do that now by being like, "Look at all these hot chicks play tennis." And then he made a ton of money off of it. And then he got the Pac-12 job, and like five years too early, tried to go to streaming only. Yep. There's a reason why nobody <laughs> else has gone to streaming only. So maybe ten years he or too early, he tried to go streaming only, and it didn't work out for him. Uh, yeah, I think you're going to see them rejoin the Big 12. Uh, it's only a time. Only time was going to be the difference or the distance between the two of these to get re- to reconcile. Um, reconcile, excuse me, jeez, reconcile over the years plus that they've been apart. Question is, who else is the Big Twelve going to go after to replace Texas and Oklahoma? So Colorado's the first stone. I understand that they still well. You got Utah, Cincinnati. Do you have some? And I'm Utah, talking Utah, Arizona, Arizona State. That's who's going. Really? Yeah. You think that's how? And so the Pac-12 is essentially going to be gone. Yeah. I so think you think so. the Pac-12 is gone? I think so. I could bite into that. Or it becomes the Pac-10, and they add Colorado goes back to the Big 12, and they just go back to the Pac-10 again? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. pretty much. Man, okay, I'll buy it. I I think I could bite into that. Uh, 656-9900. If you cannot make it down to University Commons today for Sports Fest, guess what? We've got tickets for you. But you have to pick up the telephone if you want those tickets right now. We're giving a family four-pack right now to caller number 5, 656-9900, 1-866-656-9900. Not only that, but if you want the opportunity to come grab, look, do you see what our dude Jay just walked out with a Tennessee interlocking UT black baseball cap? It's pretty slick. They have caps, they have cold weather gear, they have warm weather gear. Will they have Tennessee softball jerseys in here yeah. for the World Series run? They have baseball jerseys, those pinstripe baseball jerseys. They have the pinstripe homes. Amazing. Oh, oh, back. dude, I haven't seen pinstripe unis like that since Helton was playing. Since Todd Helton was throwing balls and was hitting bombs at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. So if you want the opportunity to get Papa Bear gear, Ever you want to come out here and start maybe looking the best, grab a little bit of gear too, plus parking, you can be in and out in 10 minutes. You have to worry about parking garages. This is not like Saturday here down next to Fieldhouse Social here at University of Commons. You don't have to worry about parking spots. They are cleared. You can come in, get signed up, pick up your hat, your sweater, your shirt, or your choice. You're back on the interstate in 10 minutes. Come by and see us. We're with you for the next 20-plus minutes. 99.1, you're listening to The Sports Animal. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose, to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more.
Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I had the best time. And it was great. challenging, but it was like the show. It doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're this not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. That's and if it beautiful. wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like, yeah, it like, was. Hey, it was fine because yes. I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum, wherever you listen. He once gambled on his nephew's second grade field day. Tyler Ivins is live on Tyler and Will. by Logan Ward back in the Budweiser Studios. Hey, we got 10 minutes to play with. It's the final 10 minutes here from the Vol Shops. You can find us here at University Commons up until 7 o'clock. Will, we're going to be drawing those finalists for Big Ticket 2023, our first two of the entire quarter for this coming July and the big giveaway that's going to be happening there in Turkey Creek. You can be the first two, and that could be happening in the next 10 minutes. If you're new to the area or new, new to the show, new to the station, what we do is we give away season tickets to Tennessee football, men's and women's basketball, mm-hmm. baseball, softball, Knoxville Ice Bears. One big giveaway. We draw two qualifiers every time we're out, and anytime you hear us on remote over the next month or so, you will be able to get uh, qualified, and we'll draw two qualifiers coming up in just about five minutes. Jimmy Hyams joining us from Destin earlier today he says did. the vibe. And, and so – we had the report from Ross Dellinger saying most likely it's going to be that, that right now Sankey doesn't have the votes, Hamilton style. Uh, he don't have the votes. He don't have the votes. I thought you said you don't like things that have singing in it. No, I like Hamilton. They rap. That's not singing. Um, so Wait, they rap in Hamilton? Yeah. I will say the first act of Hamilton's the best thing I've ever seen, entertainment-wise. The second act of Hamilton is start singing, and I'm good. Uh, Got it. But, but it's, it's good. But... Sankey doesn't have the votes to get to the nine games, but some of the guys that said they wanted eight games or coaches of teams whose schools reportedly only wanted eight games, Eli Drinkwitz being one, said he's in favor of the nine-game model. Nick Saban, who has gone to everybody that listened to him talk the last couple of weeks, saying we need to stick at eight games because he didn't like the fact that they were getting LSU, Tennessee, and Auburn as their three permanent opponents – Nick Saban did not say that during his media session today. Nick Saban would not say he is against the nine-game model this week, even though he was at the end of last week. Saban going to get these votes? Uh, I don't know if he's going to get the votes right now. I think he can get them eventually. But I think he's going to end up having to wait. I think he's going to – he's trying to create – I wouldn't say a diversion, but I know he understands what the price tag is. And this is like an eBay auction in my eyes. Will West, best offer. I decline your best offer, ESPN. They don't have the top dollar right now if you want to move to nine SEC games. Look, if you if you, if you you want to avoid Ball State, Georgia, if you want to avoid ETSU, Tennessee, if you want to avoid some of these smaller matchups, UConn taking on Tennessee – if you'd rather see another SEC game where Texas takes on Florida, Missouri has a matchup against A&M, or if you're wanting Alabama against, you know, whoever it may be, Alabama versus Tennessee, et cetera, the new contract, expanding, you're going to have to pay a pretty penny. And guess what? You're not going to get that for just this amount of money that we have because we feel sorry for the current cuts you're going through. Yeah, all right. So Greg Sankey saying just moments ago uh, when he talked about his meeting with SEC's coaches today, said, I sensed a lot a trust level in our decision-making process. And we'll see about whether or not there's going to be a resolution. So that is something. 
Um, you also have uh, Jimbo Fisher. I guess it has been said that if they go to a 1-7 model for next year, eight games, one permanent opponent, seven rotating. Texas has chosen Oklahoma, not Texas A&M. Oh. Well, look, and here I was thinking they were going to be able to uh, – You need to one, keep that one, rivalry going. I understand though. you got to keep that rivalry going, but one – Who's Texas to say what they get to do? Uh, They're the new kids on the block. But you're to let them choose between that. If there's only one. They're the new kids on the block. Come on. Now, if it's not that, what are the three you go with if you're you're the SEC? A&M, Oklahoma, and Arkansas? Oklahoma, Texas, Arkansas. If you're a- no, no. If you're Texas, it's A and M, Oklahoma, Arkansas. Okay, that's and guess what. If you're Texas, I I wouldn't be a fan of that. Yep. But, but guess what? That, if you're if you're if Texas is back, if you're the big if you're the big dogs, if you want to become that next school, then that's the way you do it. But I would imagine Texas probably runs away from that, much like Alabama did when they heard Auburn, LSU, Tennessee. Yep. Which do you have a problem with them running? I wouldn't say running scared, but that's kind of what they're doing right now. Uh, I no, no. even it out like Tennessee wanted to. Bama, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, um, Bama, Bama, Vanderbilt. Yeah, they, they need Carolina. to do that. That's the that's the way that it needs to go. Now, I will say that to Greg Sankey's point about Nick Saban's beefs about, hey, why are we playing LSU, out Auburn, and Tennessee? And he was in favor of nine games until he found out those <laughs> would, be, would be the three opponents. Right. Then he was not. It's not the only ones you're playing, and you are already playing all three of those teams. But it does. Like if Georgia gets South Carolina, Florida, Auburn, is that how much easier is that than LSU, Auburn, Tennessee? I can understand the grief. Yeah, I don't know that it's that much easier. So I don't, I don't know that it makes that much of a difference. But the problem is the rivalries you want to keep and have every year are regional. Those schools are good. Like that just that's part of it. Like the Tennessee rivalry you want to keep. You want to keep Florida. You want to keep Bama. And you have to keep Vanderbilt. I would like to see Kentucky left in there in some way, shape, or form, but it looks like that there's a chance that could go away. But the the, the tough part is you're just going to play tough games. And if you go to nine S game SEC schedule, it's just going to be hard, and that's what you have to do. And so I I do think you don't duck people because your permanent opponents are going to be hard. But I I right now am questioning whether the reports over the weekend are accurate. Because again, the guy that was the most vocal about we got to stay at eight games refused to say that today after having his the meeting with Greg Sankey, and Sankey seems to be feeling pretty good about himself after meeting with the coaches that he can get them to nine games. Now he's waiting on planes to land, and school presidents and athletics directors to make that vote and make this all official. But I do think it seems like Sankey. Sankey seems confident that he's going to be able to convince them to give them the boat. The does votes. this does this bruise ego at all? If, if by chance it doesn't come to fruition, yeah, I think it bruises. I think it definitely bruises Sankey's ego because I think it definitely makes him look weak. One thing, yeah, I do because it's always been whatever the commissioner wants, the commissioner gets. This but, is, but I understand this is, the like point of view of there's if there's so no extra money, why in the world are you doing this? Like, why would I give away a home game every two years? For which is you know five to eight million dollars depending on who you're playing. Yes or no? Is it not the is it not Sankey's job as a commissioner to make sure that he is getting the most profit for each one of the schools? Yes, available? and and I'm assuming Sankey probably has already promised this to sure. ESPN, and the schools are saying we'll come off more money, and so now it's got to be tough. Look, I mean, all the stuff Kevin Warren promised all that to the the net the providers. Oh, bamboozled for the Big Ten, and then didn't have the ability to do that. All the things that he promised. I don't think Sankey's gone as far, but part of this is doing business. Of we're close, we'll figure out the gap. Right? Yeah. By the time we get to that time, we'll figure out the gap. Maybe not though. So right now, where this stands, 
is there any change of the guard by tomorrow? Do you think there's a change in direction? Do the winds blow another direction? Do we have Jimmy believes Thursday that, morning, Thursday, Jimmy Thursday believes, noon. No, no, Jimmy believes we'll have a schedule before he parts. Yep. that he departs from Destin. Yep. The question is, is it going to be the schedule that everybody wants or that Greg Sankey wants? I, I don't know where it's going to land at this point. They, a week and a half ago, I would have said nine games. It's going to be that. Sankey's told everybody he wants nine games. We all know, have known for a year. Sankey's been, we've all been told for a year, year and a half, it's going to be nine games. And then something changed last week. And I, I think he didn't have the votes once they got to Destin this week. Has he convinced people to give him the votes? It sounds like Sankey believes he's convinced the coaches to give him the votes. But that doesn't mean necessarily he's going to get that from the athletics directors and the university presidents. You want to do this? We've been waiting all day. All day long. To do this. You can hear the shaky, shaky, yep. shaky. Now, see, I'm going to shaky, but you're going to draw Because I want to make sure that I'm completely off any type of, <laughs> hey, who did, did, did Nobody what? goes after you. Yeah. All right. Who did what? Did somebody get all there? All right, that is names. name number one. And name number two. Well, we got things all in the way. Well, we have a lot of things in here that we had to get in the yes, way. Oh, there uh, it is right there. Uh, that it? name seems like awesome. Uh, here we go. That name All seems right. awesome. So we have two names right now. These are the first two names that are qualifying for finalists <clears throat> coming up Turkey Creek in July. That is going to be for sport. That's going to be for Big Ticket 2023. It is Matt Hecht of Maryville, Tennessee, and Dale Webb. Dale Webb and Matt Hecht, congratulations. You are the first two qualifiers for the Big Ticket 2023 with Tyler and Will. Hey, thank you. Tommy Grubbs and her team, man. The great people at the Vol Shop. Remember, September 15th, Lululemon Vol stuff yeah. at the Vol Shop. A lot of things that are going to be going down here. Hey, uh, and I want to let you know, the the one that is open the latest, so if you want to come down here till 8 o'clock tonight, out of all the Vol Shop locations, they have the longest operating hours throughout the day. So come by and see them today here. That's going to be at University Commons. For Jay, for Logan, Will, Tyler, talk to you tomorrow. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's What Women Binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. That's why I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What Women Binge, wherever you listen.